0: Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. If you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor.
1: That includes diets, exercise, medications, and surgery. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family
0: forever. So be careful and And consult consult your doctors. doctors. Have you heard of ProCare or just have you been living under a rock? Procare
1: is the very first bariatric multivitamin to develop a one a day vitamin. That's right, you heard it correctly one, one a day. day. And they also have delicious dark
0: chocolate calciums that are available during the winter months. That's right. So go to procarenow.com, get your calcium shoes, get your multivitamin and use OSLP. For a discount
1: who else feels like portion control is the number one hurdle in a weight loss journey
0: i know i do <laughs> but that is why we go to portion perfection to get all of our needs met because they have cups they have bowls and they even have recipes for us it's so nice
1: they also have the kitten carry which is perfect for on-the-go portion control so click the link below and get yours today are you located in the Florida area? Well, we have the perfect office for you. Dr. Fridley and his wife, Macy, have
0: created the perfect, welcoming, and safe place for your bariatric journey. That's right. So click on the link below to start your weight loss journey now. And don't forget to tell them that the OSLP's girls sent you. Welcome, welcome back,
1: OSLP family. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast. And this is Kelly. This
0: is Mel. And
1: at this point, we are. Three days yeah. from the award show, right? Uh, four. Four, 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 days, four days. Four
0: days. Four days until the award show. That's right. Two so, days from the live on Thursday. That's free. Correct. We're three days away from the wellness. We're four days away from the show. Yes. And mixed in there, we have uh, workout meetups GM, that are GM, happening. Yep.
1: Um, And so you need to go to our link in bio. Yes. And Or they are on the website, jbyawards.com. Uh-huh. Get your tickets for the show. Mm-hmm. S- register for the live podcast. Um, then sign up if you want to do gym meetups or the wel- the workout meetups. And then also sign up for the wellness morning yes. stuff. So there's lots going on. If you are going to be attending the award show, we cannot wait to see you. Yes. Come up to us. Come up to anybody. Everybody that's going to be there is going to be so welcoming and warm to you. Um, this is not an influencer versus everyday people. This is, we are all one, one entity. We're all just a part of the bariatric community. We all just want everybody to come and be themselves. Thus the
0: name, just be you bariatric award show. For those, if you just are now figuring out what the just be you award show is, I'm just going to give you a little rundown. So basically we created a people's choice awards for the community, the bariatric community, anybody that's on a weight loss journey. So they got to vote in April. No, they got the pick there your you nominees go. in April. You got to vote in August. And now we get to actually tell everybody who has won. At this point, we probably know yes. who has won. Probably. We should know. We should know because the awards have to be ordered. So yes. We will be doing that. And we just want you guys to join us. So again, it's jbyawards.com. You want to enter in because and register because you get to be on the live stream. You get to engage mm-hmm. with us. There is going to be... At home, li- like contest, contest, yes. Yeah. So it's
1: going to be best dressed at home, yes. And that winner will receive a ticket to next year's show, correct, free of charge. Um, and then also you get a free online uh styling. No, 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 that is Meg's oh. um situation. Sorry, I misspoke.
0: Yes, uh, ours. Ours, Ours is, is the free ticket. The free best ticket and you get an award from home. Yes. yes.
1: And we will be re- also running a contest mm-hmm. for the people that are there too. Correct. So best dressed in person, best dressed at home. Make sure that you are bringing your best foot forward. That's right. Bring your A game. Bring your A game with your outfits That's right. going on. Okay. Um, And the, Mel mentioned the live stream. So we all, for the people that cannot make it in person, because we realize- not everybody can travel like we do. Um, you have jobs. You have families. We get it. Um, so we actually hired a live streaming company this year. Yes. There is going to be pink carpet interviews. It might be one of the people doing the interviews might be on the uh, interview today. I know. And they might be able to describe more of like the in-person stuff. Yes. And then uh, we, you will be able to watch the show So you will still get to be a part of the show, even if you cannot be there in person. Yeah, there might be even
0: discounts for you. Yes.
1: So make sure that you go onto the website, also jbyawards.com, and register to get that link when it is ready for you yes and
0: we want to thank all of our sponsors because yes. we really wouldn't be able to put this on in this celebration yes, without you guys for sure um so we would definitely want to start off with pro care they're our number one sponsor top sponsor this year and last year That's you guys right. know they're the top sponsor of our
1: podcast mm-hmm. we love them so much and they just want to continue to put on events like
0: these mm-hmm. um so to support the community Yeah, they just want to make sure the community is felt that The support is there for them. Correct. Same thing with SABP, which is Surgical Associates of Bayonet Point. Dr. Fridley, they're out from Florida. They are a lovely couple, um, Mer- not Mercedes. Macy. It's Macy. I just have been hanging out with Mercedes recently. <laughs> I'm sorry, Macy. Yes. <laughs> um they're so great and they are definitely gonna be there in person too. yes, and you get to meet them and get to, you can talk to them all about your stories and everything. yeah.
1: And then we also want to uh, thank Jamie, the sleeve dietitian, she also has the tribe membership. She was a sponsor. La- All of these people that we've just listed have been a sponsor last year and this year of this award show because they believe in it so much. Um, the tribe membership program gives you 45 different support, support groups, groups in that a you month. can be a part of in one month. In one month. So that's more than one a day. Yes. Guys. And there's so many um, things that you can find on the website to help support you through this journey. Also, we do want to point out that at this point, Jamie's book is live. Yes. She has you her own can book. Go and purchase it. It's called The Easy Way Out. And I have read it. It is absolutely incredible. I think that it needs to be in everybody's reading list if you are going through or have gone through this surgery because it explains everything so well. And I mean, that girl is detailed. I know. I know. So, I love her. Yes. She's one of the best. So uh, we also want to thank Dive Bar. Yeah.
0: A newly, uh, sponsor. a new sponsor new this sponsor.
1: year. Uh, we love Dr. Phil or Professor Phil, Professor Phil. Um, and the products that he brings, uh, they are a protein bar with caffeine. They do have some that have without no caffeine. Correct. Um, but they are an amazing company that we have worked with for since the beginning Yeah, a
0: few years now, and
1: we are so honored that they decided to jump on as a sponsor this
0: year. So thank you, dive bar. Yeah. And there actually might be some, um, engagement on the floor with professor Phil at the show. Yes. So, so make sure that you are get your ticket. Yes.
1: Get your tickets. Uh, we also want to thank body map. Mm-hmm. It is an incredible app that actually scans your body. And you can do this before you have surgery, even if you're going through another weight loss journey. Yeah. not using surgery, you can. It scans your body, and then you can scan it each time that you've had weight loss, and you can actually see where the differences are.
0: Yeah, they and they'll. They, what I like about it is it literally does a 3D of you. Yes, um, and but, you have an avatar, and you have an avatar. So like it Pretty literally cool. will show you on your avatar the spots that you've actually shrink. So that yes. way, when you're battling that scale. And then really the inches are moving. You just can look at your body map and see where it's like exactly. Has
1: no more old school uh, measuring with a measuring tape right? around you. Like, no, this is this is totally new, different. Love it. Right now it is only for Apple products, Correct. Um, but they will also be at the show. They so we are very excited. There might be some engagement there as well. Mm-hmm. So be prepared for that.
0: And we have Ashlyn. We do have Ashlyn. Yes, she is new. She's actually sponsoring the wellness morning because she is a therapist in the community. Yes. As you can tell, this is all about you guys and all the things that can help you. Yes. And she has a great website that she has launched because we all know how hard it is to find a bariatric therapist. So her goal is to get people in every state registered. Mm-hmm. So that way, when we go on to the website, we can be like, put our zip code in and it would literally find a bariatric therapist in our yes. area. So she will be there. She is a great source of great source. She is a great resource. We've actually done three episodes with her. Yes. Um, we highly recommend that if you if you do know a bariatric therapist, just let Ashlyn know because she's going to register them mm-hmm. on the website. So that way, all of us have an easier way of
1: finding help. And you gave the website already? I did not. OK, so that's findabariatrictherapist.com. Yeah. Super simple, yes. easy. I love it. Yes. Oh, and it's goodness. much needed within our community.
0: Oh yeah.
1: 1,000%. All right. And then we also do have fusion. We have fusion. Yes. Fusion vitamins. They have uh, decided to sponsor this year and mm-hmm. we are, we could not be more happy about it because we mm-hmm. want to give everybody as many options as possible because not one vitamin works for everybody. Correct. Not one company works for everybody. And because no surgery is the same, no person is the same.
0: Yes. And we've so, seen people mix them up or yeah. sometimes they just have like, the calcium cheese from one brand, and then they have Mm -hmm. a multi from the other. So do whatever works for you. And that's why we're promoting and showing other options. Yes. And we also do want to
1: thank the trio foundation, ASMBS and WLSFA for endorsing our event. We are super proud that they believe in our event as much as we do. And they are foundations within the community that are just trying to help us. Get more research it is uh they are all three incredible um foundations so check them out also yeah all right, right. so make sure that while you're on your phone you look up patreon.com forward slash oslp and i'm going to tell you why because after the show sunday morning we're throwing an epic rooftop brunch for our benches that is what we call our support group members Um, that sign up through Patreon. It is free for them. Mm -hmm. You can bring a guest, but you will have to purchase them a ticket if you came with your your partner or a friend or whatever. Um, But if you would like to attend that brunch, you need to sign up and become a Benchy. You do. And then you will be free to enter. Now, the other part of that is you do also get a discount on your ticket. You do. So you get multiple benefits if you are a Benchy. So... Go do that right now. The other thing is, is you
0: need to go to YouTube. Oh, it's my turn. Yes, Sorry, it guys.
1: The, okay, this, the, it is early for us. It is. We, so.
0: don't, we don't normally record this. <laughs> okay, so free way of supporting your girls is YouTube. It's already loaded on your phone. Mm-hmm. Just click on it. Type in mm-hmm. Artist Live podcast. We're the only ones. Hit the subscribe and hit the bell. Because you do get episodes every Tuesday Mm -hmm. like these. And you would know, well, we've had a very patient person waiting for us (laughs) to introduce them. them. (laughs) So
1: So, we want to introduce Dee. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. We cannot wait to hear your story because we love you. Yeah. Like, love you. Love you too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being on. And my first question is, where did your battle with weight
0: First start. Ooh. Can we reverse for a hot second? So, by the way, people, his name is Get Fit with D on Instagram. Make sure you go check him out. Um, two, he's also actually doing the pink carpet interviews for the JBY show with Meg. Yeah. With Meg, and they actually are giving out trophies. Six. To women and six to men. Do you want to go yes. over that real quick? Yeah, go over that. Sure, okay. So
2: I will actually show the trophy here.
0: Oh, look. This is why you right guys should be here. watching this. Yes.
1: So oh, it's so cute. I love it.
2: So yes, we have the bariatric style awards. So we have um six awards. So we'll have a couple categories and I'll read them off.
0: Yeah.
2: And we'll hand them out live in person. And so the categories are best accessories, best hair, Mm -hmm. glamour, eclectic and fun. Yes. That's like one category. Yeah. Shoes, head to toe look. And then we're giving out a couple goals. So one, whoever a couple is that come in slaying it, whether they're, you know, man, woman, non-binary, whatever, a couple. Yeah. Then they each will get their own little award as a (laughs) <laughs>
1: couple,
2: uh, for being the stress couple.
1: Oh my gosh, that's amazing! That's so cool. You're, I love this so much. Yeah, I am and so excited.
2: We also, have a giveaway if y'all don't mind me going yeah. over that. Yeah. Too,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, do it.
2: So, um, we also have our giveaway for the pink carpet for our uh, people who won't be able to attend. Um, so they will enter to win all the way up into the show, and then we'll announce it, and the winner will get a uh, a free styling session with the edit. I I have to look up her name, forgive me. I shouldn't. Her name is Catherine. (laughs) Catherine. (laughs) Yes, Catherine. Mm -hmm. Uh, The style edit. Um, And to enter that, you will just have to um, tag myself, Meg, um, Catherine, and just be you bariatric awards on your story. And then you get an entry. Wow. And and we will um, announce that winner. And then also, Every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Central Time, we're doing lives. And so, if you have questions about um, styling or you need our help pre show, we're there. Uh, you can hop on or put your questions in the comments, and we'll help you all the way leading up to the show. And I'm known to shop last minute. So, at the show, if you need <laughs> to run through the or wherever, we can do a last minute shopping thing. I know I bought my shoes. Like the day before the awards last year. So,
1: and those was, she- shoes were awesome. They were on. They, I love yeah. <laughs> point. Mm-hmm. I swear. I looked through the photos and I was like, dude, D like killed it. He came in like yeah. ready to roll.
2: It's my thing. I'm like, I'm I'm with my girl, Meg. I'm like, style is my thing. It is the best part. One of the best parts of this journey is yeah. the evolution of my style As my body has evolved and it's just like, I I thought I loved clothes before, but now I am obsessed with fashion and all things style and and accentuating my body. So
0: I would imagine it's opened the doors to so much more. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: I can shop at regular stores. Like it is so weird to (laughs) shop and then I'll pick up a shirt and I'm like, oh, this should fit. And then I have to go down a size. It's it's like the world is backwards right now. Everything up is down, down is up. It's so weird.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I went shopping when I was in Connecticut and I actually put on a a size large skirt because most things I'm a large. And I was like, I walked out of the dressing room and I'm like, is this, does this look a little long to you? (laughs) And she's like, Kelly, what size did you pull? Jamie did. And I was like a large, that's, and she's like, no, no. And I'm like, I medium. need a medium, huh? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> and it fit like a glove. I wore it in Chicago. It know. was my clueless outfit. Oh, perfect. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's
2: one of my favorite movies of all time. Right. I, I had it. the whole
1: plaid pleated skirt and I had the little sweater like vest uh-huh. thing mm-hmm. on and it had a little couple little buttons right here and it matched. And I felt fantastic in it. I felt like I, Found like something that was iconic, and it was just so fun to be able to wear it and actually fit in and feel comfortable in it. See,
0: and that mm-hmm. would have never happened if you didn't have surgery.
1: Correct. So, speaking of surgery, yes. where did your weight battle with weight first begin? Yes. Yeah.
2: From birth, I swear I was born fat and I remained fat until now. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's wow. been a lifelong 35 year battle. It has been. Wow every stage of my life, it's all I've known. And I've, and I fought it um, my entire life. And so, you know, one of the things that makes us upset in the bariatric world is when people say, oh, we took the easy way out. Um, Yeah. And I'm like, it's such a, I get angry for it, not because somebody misunderstands, but more because they don't know the whole story. Mm -hmm. We didn't just wake up and say, oh, I want this. Like it's a microwave decision or a pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we have hoped and prayed and wished for something to help us because everything that we've tried before just didn't work like on my own before surgery I've lost and regained over 200 pounds on my own like it wasn't that I never tried it's just I got tired of being on that roller coaster of weight and I finally was like this is it I need help yeah Yeah. Yeah. I had to just let you go go
0: yeah. Well, and I like to have tab- tag on to that is the fact that it was like, yeah, we've tried a lot of things. Yeah. It is not like a convenience store mm-hmm. or like a like a fucking where you put your money in and get your Skittles. Like, no, it's literally <laughs> you've been working towards this. They make us do so many things prior to surgery anyway. So it's mm-hmm. like, no, no, this is a lot of work. Well, and I
1: know <laughs> from experience, I did the yo-yo diet- dieting. Mm-hmm. I tried so many things. And it wasn't just that the diet didn't work. It was that I was not <clears throat> I was not in a place mentally to take on such a journey. And through having surgery, through doing therapy, through all of these avenues that has opened after I had surgery, I've really started to heal and figure out that it's not that it's a brain chemistry thing. Oh, and then it's also therapy from trauma. And then it's also... You know, it could be ADHD. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So there's so many different things. It's not just that I pushed the easy button and got surgery and now I'm good. Like I've had to do a lot of work, like all of us, to get to the point of feeling good about ourselves and healthy and not just jump into those yo-yo dieting because you're just like, I, you will do anything just to not be fat. Yep. Yes. Did you have a
0: moment where you're like, no more? Yeah. Do you remember that?
2: Yeah. So my, my no more moment was extended. So, okay. um, March of 2022, no, no, 2021. Okay. I went on what I call my last diet. Okay. I looked in okay. the sky and I said, look, I'm in the best place financially, mentally, emotionally that I've ever been in my entire life. If I try this diet one more time and it does not work, um, put my ego aside and I'm just going to accept help. Okay. and I went on my last diet lost 50 pounds and the things that I had to do to get those 50 pounds off I killed, I was so hard on myself I starved I worked out obsessively like I worked out to the point where one day at the gym I passed out and fell through a wall in front of people most embarrassing thing ever like oh no and this was after losing I, I think I hit the 57 pound mark so I had been on that journey for five months and I had to fight for every single pound. And the moment after that, when I fell through the wall, I was like, okay, let me take a diet break because I'm going too hard. Mm-hmm. You went know, on vacation to Mexico and within a month, all the weight came back. And I'm like, it took five months to lose all of that weight for it to pop back on in oh, a month. In one and month. so wow. that was it. It's it. This is it's it. Yeah. This is it. You're not doing this and anymore.
0: Mm-mm.
2: Yeah, but it was like the stars had aligned because the moment I went on my diet, my favorite corporate um, woman named Tricia she disappeared for like two weeks. And I was like, she's usually replying to my emails. And I'm like, where you been, girl? And she pulled me aside and she was like, I know you're on the diet. So I'm going to tell you this. I, she went to where I went, which was Tijuana. And right. I went to Pompey Medical Center. Okay. And she said, this is my doc- doctor. And this is what I did. And part of my mental thing, because I was so sick and tired. I said, OK, I'm going to have a fail safe for my fail safe. And so I put that in the back of my mind. Like mm-hmm. if this last diet fails... I'm going to Pompeii. And literally the diet failed. Um, I started doing research on YouTube around, you know, what bariatric surgery was. So I thought everything was gastric bypass. I didn't yeah, realize yeah,
0: everyone does. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> different sector. So I started doing research. I was like, oh, okay. And there was a YouTube video where a guy said, you know, talked about his yo-yo dieting and He saying he lost a bunch of weight and he's like, I haven't been active for five months. So I was waiting for him to say he gained 50 to 100 pounds. And he said, I've been bad guys and I gained five pounds. That night, I said, This is the help I've needed. It was like an Mm -hmm. aha moment. And I literally, it was 11 o'clock at night. I raced home, got on the website, and sent him my form to sign up for Pompeii. It was like,
1: Wow. You knew that that, that was the path.
2: Yeah. I was like, That's the thing that whatever this surgery does, it normalizes our body so that if we do slip, it does not hit us like a ton of bricks, like us that struggled with weight loss before. Mm -hmm. And and it it was just like an aha moment. So um, that was my, you know, moment. It took a while, a long moment, but Mm -hmm. I'm happy it all happened that way because I appreciated the journey that much more because I had to go through all these steps just Mm -hmm. to get this surgery.
1: Yeah, I th- I can feel you on that because um, when Mel had surgery, I was like, I, I, I thought about it mm-hmm. and then I kind of, you know, put it out of my head and I'm so glad I didn't do it when I did, like when she did it, because I appreciate the journey so much more yeah. knowing like I was not ready back then. And as much as it sucked to have to go through all of those steps. It's it builds the person that I am today, as I'm sure yours built who you are today. Oh,
2: yeah, for sure. And. And like with having to wait and knowing that I would go through Mexico because I I had tried three times in the U.S. to get it done. um, and my insurance kept rejecting me three times. Wow. And so finally, I was, when I got to my last side, I was like, "I will do whatever it takes. I will sell a kidney, I will steal cars, I will do whatever it takes to get the surgery." It's,
0: yeah. yeah, man. I was like, "Boosting What's cars."
2: In my bag? <laughs> I don't know how, but I'll figure it out. And yeah, I
0: don't,
2: I don't even know how to check my oil, but I'll figure out how to start a car without a key. Like I, that's how bad I wanted it, right? Yeah.
0: And
1: so, yeah.
2: And so um, you know, once I, I figured that out, I did a ton of research on. Um, you know, what steps to take? What do people in the U.S. have to go through? And I put myself through all of that stuff. And wow. so I I did my own like pre-op diet. I did my own mental work. Like I didn't have a therapist, but I watched when I say thousands of hours of YouTube on the mindset, what life is like post-surgery, what habits you need to build wow. so that by the time surgery came around, m- mentally, I was already six months ahead of me, myself physically. So yeah. It, it set
1: Damn. me up for so-
0: That's crazy. I love it. Well, that's dedication. And that's what like.
1: Are you feeling a little sluggish? Little lack of
0: protein? Little lack of caffeine? Well, we got the fix for that. That's right. Dive Bar Nutrition has the best protein bars. They have caffeine, protein, and they taste delicious.
1: So head on over to divebarnutrition.com and use code OSLP at checkout.
0: I know I didn't have enough support during my weight loss journey. She didn't. And when we found the
1: tribe, we were over the moon because not only do they offer you at least one support group
0: a day, but they give you the tools and the knowledge to really succeed on your journey. That's right. So go over to the SleeDietitian.com and find the subscribe button for the tribe and use OSLP to get your discount. What is Sequence? Well, Sequence is an
1: at-home weight loss program. All you have to do is take the quiz, meet your clinician, get your prescription, and you're already on the way to a healthier you. I know when
0: I felt hopeless with my regain, I joined right away. And I saw great results with Kel, so guess what? I joined. So go over to joinsequence.com right now, use OSLP, and you're gonna get a discount. With our resources now, this is what you can do. Like there's mm-hmm. no more excuses of like, well, I just don't know. I'm I don't even know where to look. No, you literally can just type in now, bariatric surgery, and yeah. we'll we'll even pop up as a resource. Yes, so. yeah, <laughs> like
1: page one, baby, page we one. Finally right made here. it to page one. Yes, I'm so
0: excited. But like, there is resources. There mm-hmm. is ways of helping yourself. It's just doing the work, and Putting you can it. actually watch the YouTube videos while you're at work.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you can yeah. listen
0: to them while you're on walks. While you're at the grocery store, yep. like you can figure this out. My question is to you about, uh, is it Pompeii? Is that what you said? Yes. Pompeii. So what was their process like? Was it just an in and out situation or how does that work?
2: Yeah. So the, it's in and out, but it's very well manicured. They have it down to a science. Okay. Like, um, So when you sign up, um, all of the interactions are via email. So they'll email you and then they'll call you and they'll say, hey, you're two weeks out. This is what you got to do. There's a, a pamphlet that you can go to their website and download. Um, now, they're not like forcing it down your throat. You have to go to the website and get this information. You have to be proactive. Mm-hmm. Um, but like all that. the information is there. Once you fly out there, they send a driver because you fly into San Diego. They send a driver over to pick you up and then they take you to Pompeii Medical Center and okay. do your blood work. And get you get all your paperwork. Of course, collect your money because you got to pay in cash and pay in full. They don't, okay. they don't pay that. well okay. you can get financing, but the, the financial part mm-hmm. has to be done before they touch you.
0: Okay. Then
2: the medical center and they have a um a like a condo, a wellness condo that's like 20 minutes away from the medical center. So they take you there and they, they just shuttle you back and forth okay. um, before surgery for your blood work, then there, then back for surgery, and then back to recovery. Wow. And, so, um, and then you recover for a couple of days. I I chose to stay there for two or three days. I, I added an extra day on there and then went back to San Diego. I was so afraid to fly and pop yeah. my stitches that I stayed in San Diego three more days, which I'm obsessed with that city now. Oh, I love that city. Yeah, San Diego is amazing. So, yeah. It's very streamlined. The, the doctors are phenomenal. I had the head doctors. The name is Dr. Gionis. Like he's over the whole entire thing. Um, and I'm so lucky to have had him. His bedside manner is perfect. He's straightened to the point. Um, they are so professional. One critique, and I've said it to them, I'll say it. They suck at phlebotomy. Oh, oh my God. They tore me up with those needles. Uh- they kept missing my <laughs> <veins>. <laughs> Oh my God. It was so bad. Like my um, they did my IV in my hand and they did something to where my hand swelled up like a glove. And so every time they would give me medicine, it would feel like fire going on my arm. So I was just like, don't. Yeah, I was like, let me suffer. And then the nurse said, Oh, this is, you know, bad. We got to take it out. Again, I said, No, you're not. I will. I'm only here two more days. I'm a big boy. I got it.
0: Oh, so only critique.
2: Yeah. Only critique. I don't know if it was just my. Phlebotomist or my nerves, but that was it. But everything else was streamlined. It was perfect. I would do it again in a heartbeat and I would take my friends and the people I love the most there. As okay. a matter of fact, like, I'm praying to God somebody gets it and I get to go be a companion this time because I'll be able to eat and enjoy myself. So that's right. <laughs> yes. You get to have
0: a little mini vacation. Yes. while a friend goes through yeah. it. And the needle thing that's one I'm going to point out that happens anywhere. Because one time when I was pregnant with Dill and I was giving birth, they fucking poked my arm. <laughs> probably six different times. And, and you have easy veins. I have easy motherfucking veins. And, yeah. then, and then a phlebotomist walks in and was like, ding, 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 gone. And I was like, where have you been all my life? Yeah. Ah, yeah.
1: It's annoying.
0: I, I can feel you on that. I've been to the hospital
1: many of a times. Had mm-hmm. to get poked many of a times. And they never believe me. So I am the lucky person. Lucky because I, needles don't bug me. Um, that... I need it in my hand. I get infusions every month. I know exactly where in my hand they need to poke me. Mm-hmm. And they never believe me. They're like, "Oh no, I can get it through in your arm." And I'm like, "No, my veins split and they are deep. So there is no way you're hitting my vein in my arm." Never believe me. I have I've literally had 6 in this arm, 6 in this arm, and then they finally did it in my hand and, "Oh, first shot first worked try. just fine." So, but I've also had a vein blow in my hand, (laughs) like you were talking about, and Mm -hmm. it swells up and it's bruised and I've had it happen. Um, So it's not not, supposed
0: to use that vein. They are
1: not. Once it blows, they need to pull the needle out. So I'm surprised that they actually use that.
2: They tried, but I was like, hell no. (laughs) I was like, I'm fine. I was like, I will deal with Whatever repercussions, I'm fine. Like, whatever not stick me again and I'm, I can take pain, huh?
0: I was like, whatever oh, yeah, repercussions. Like, You're wild yeah. over there. I'd be like, uh-uh. I'll deal
2: with it. I'm good.
0: Oh my god, I'm not
2: doing that. So I was, and, and I was so lucky. Like everybody talks about gas pain, I never experienced it. Wow. My surgery was so pain-free. I woke up. I woke up and I was like, did y'all cancel my surgery? Did y'all not do it? I freaked out. I was like, why am I not in pain?
0: Uh-huh. I that was up on my feet wild. within
2: a couple hours. I was, like, I was fine.
0: Whoa. Oh my goodness. I
2: couldn't believe it. because I, I again I did so much research. So I was prepared for every step of pain. And I
0: was like, where's the pain? Oh my God. So, See, I didn't know that I was having gas pain until we talked to Jeremy year a year two a year. of the podcast. Yeah. So you were like what six, seven, six years, six years out? Because I was getting it. Um he was explaining it to me. It was like in the lower back area and like where your rib cage is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's like, that's where I had it. And I was like, oh, that's the pain I had. And he's like, so you were having gas pain. I was yeah, like, yeah, she's like yeah, I
1: never had any gas pain. Yeah. No, no, oh, I no. know.
0: Yeah, she did. <laughs> it, yeah, she it did. can manifest in different areas of your body. Yeah. Not can. just in your chest and your shoulders. It can actually be in your back. It could be, I don't know, it could be in your butt if I know.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it could. I mean, I feel like gasping can go anywhere oh, in your body. Seriously? So, yeah. <laughs> so what's something that you learned, like, within the first few months after having surgery? What was something? Did you learn, like, something about yourself or about the journey that you didn't, weren't prepared for?
2: Um, a couple things. One big one is when you have this surgery, I thought I knew what eating would feel like. I thought I knew what eating a little bit would feel like but I was not prepared like it's one thing to only be able to eat one half of one sushi roll or one half of an egg
0: yeah but
2: to still be mentally hungry and there's nothing you can do about it and eating which used to be a pleasure is pain I learned what a true 100% look like all my life I've been saying I'm giving it all I have and and that's all that i knew at the time that i had but mm-hmm. surgery taught me what a true 100% looks like and it is painful it is ugly it is the brink of death So yeah, it hurts I, yeah it hurts and so I, I use that in the rest of my life going forward if i want results am i at the brink of death am i giving everything that i have am i afraid that the world is going to fall on top of me if i'm not feeling that then Am I truly giving it a hundred percent? And so that was the biggest takeaway was I learned what a true hundred percent would be because I have a list of things that I wish I could have told myself before
0: surgery okay. that
2: may have helped me be successful, and that's at the top of the list. Every time I write that list, it is, are you really giving it a hundred percent? And talking yeah, that to was...
0: yourself—that's a good one. It is. Yeah, I'm a little cray cray. I always talk to myself. Like oh, I, I reflect. Too.
1: <laughs> yeah well we just learned that what is it 40 40
0: percent like of people don't have an inner monologue yeah what I know <laughs> we thought the same thing and Meg's yeah. the one that told us yeah and when then, we were at Connie's yep and then when I got up the next morning I was like "That is really baffling me the fact that like 40 percent mm-hmm. of people don't have an inner monologue and she's like you know what I'm gonna read the article and she pulled it all the way up and like yeah, they just interpret things differently. They don't yeah. do a reflection. They don't talk to themselves like that. And it was kind of interesting. I found someone. So I forgot to tell you, I haven't told you this yet. So I went and visited a friend in Jacksonville, and I was telling him about the stack. because I still was, like, baffled about it. Yes, yeah, weird an yeah. And we saw a little lizard go by. And instantly, my brain was like, ooh, that's a lizard. I started talking to myself about the lizard yeah. and, like, all the things. And I looked at him and I told him, I was like, this is what an inner monologue is like. I literally talked to myself about the color of it, what it's doing. Maybe I might go touch it. You don't know. Right. And he's like, what did you do? And he goes, I just looked at it and observed it. And I'm like, that's the difference. Ah. I will literally talk to myself about the item. And then Mm -hmm. they are literally just looking at the item and just like taking that item in. Oh, no, 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 right. Oh, that's so that I was like, oh, nope. okay. So it is like, and that's what Megs um when she was reading the article, that's what it was saying is that you just you just observe differently. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean one is more smarter than the other. It's just how we interpret um information. And I was like, this is fucking weird.
1: That is weird because, yeah, i I talk to myself a lot, or I like, I, I mean, I do it with everyday things like and I'll talk out loud sometimes. Mm-hmm. And Mel thinks I'm talking to her yeah. and I'm not. She had to learn that very early on. She's like, why is she telling me? She I, I don't care what she's doing over there. And I'm like,
0: oh, I'm not talking to you. I'm just talking oh, to no. myself. She'll literally <laughs> run down her whole day one to two times out loud. And so I'm like, does she think I'm not listening? Like, I know what what her day is. Like, yeah. No, nope, I'm, right I'm running here. through it in my for myself. <laughs>
1: Because I don't want to forget anything, or you know, you talk about like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and most of the time I do it in my head, but sometimes I do it out loud, or like yeah. when I'm really pissed at technology, that's definitely out loud. Well, like, you out son out of out. a bitch, just do what <laughs> I want you to do. <laughs> so yeah, but I'm I'm glad that you have that inner monologue and that you are making the lists of things that you wish you had known um, to share it with other people because mm-hmm. some people have, don't have that. No. And I know I was really scared going in. I knew I was having surgery either way, but I was very scared. Cause I was like, what happens if this doesn't work? What if, um, you know, a complication happens? Like, cause I read my entire bariatric Bible several times had notes written out. I was like one of those crazy people with the bariatric Bible. Mm-hmm. And I actually still have my bariatric Bible, which is kind of funny. Um, I lost but-
0: mine. It's gone. Yeah,
1: I I kept mine. Yeah. I was just like, this is such a big part of my life now Maybe. that I need to keep it. So I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but it's there. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad that you started that list because that can definitely help people. Other people, like you were saying, like mm-hmm. you want somebody in your life to go to Pompeii and you want to be the companion. Well, now you've got this wealth of knowledge that you can share with that person if and when it ever happens.
0: And I love hearing yeah. that. Well, and I, and I wanted to touch base with you about like, so to tell everybody like, you know, what was your highest weight Mm -hmm. and then what is your food and workout routines now? What does it look like?
2: Okay, so my highest weight, so there's two highest weights that I live by. Okay. So my all time lifetime highest weight was actually 357. That's one that I don't really share because I got so stuck on that operation weight. Mm -hmm. So 357 is my lifetime highest weight. Okay. Um, So if you count from my highest weight to my lowest, which was 185 before I started adding muscle back on, Uh I lost 172 pounds. Damn. (laughs) But within the year from March 2022, um, that was three oh seven to one eighty five. Okay, so that's one twenty two, one hundred twenty two pounds. That's, and so still that's the crazy. one that I, I talk about the most. Um, but my my real highest weight was three fifty seven. That's wild. And wild. and so to answer the other part of your question, I'm going to go back and then jump forward. Perfect. So we talked about like um, you know how we came to the surgery, but I was so used to failing at weight loss that even me picking VSG was a failure response. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get VSG because if I mess this up, then I can go and get it revised and switch to Duabno switch. Yep. And then if that doesn't work, then I there's, um you know, SIMPIC and all that stuff now that I didn't know about at the time, but I was like, I will have as many fail safes built into this as possible. Okay. Um, okay. But with that, I said, look, my approach now is I'm throwing everything in the kitchen sink at it. And so I was like, okay, surgery was March 2nd. I asked my doctor, when is the first day I can go to the gym and work out? He said six weeks. I marked it on my calendar, made sure my gym memberships were lined up. And that six week I was at that gym and I said, I have no clue what I'm doing, but I I can read a watch. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to move my body around this place for two hours. And go. I was like, as long as I can show up and commit to two hours every single day, then that's what I'm going to do. And, and my thought process was everybody, when we're inspired, we start off going overboard we do, and yeah. then you kind of relax back. So if I, I was like, if I start going seven days a week, every single day until it becomes a habit, then I'll back off a little bit and be normal and just go five days that kind of never happened but i didn't know at the time that that would become my life i okay. didn't know but,
0: right yeah you have um, no idea
2: yeah you don't so um and you know in the beginning you are tired like once the initial burst of energy goes away i mean i could barely function i was so tired i was seeing stars because i wasn't used to eating so little yeah. and then you add all that exercise so I, I i tell this story but i don't want anybody to follow my footsteps because all of my stuff was a fear response I reckon anybody go seek a therapist, get a coach and do it a more healthy way. The weight will come off. Don't rush it like I did. So, um, (laughs) but for me, I'm an obsessive personality. I'm a type A personality. So I want it and I want it now. And I will do everything, even cut my own arm off to get it. So Mm -hmm. two hours a day, every single day, rain sleep, I went, um, and so in that, I learned to operate at zero. So when I would get to the gym, there are times where I would step out of the car and fall asleep, like getting out of the car before I walk into the gym wow. and I wake up and still go. So that was a bit extreme, but what it did was it built into my brain that no matter how you feel, no matter what's going on, no matter, you know, external circumstances, you can still push through and go and, and reach your goals. And so that helped build my mind up. Mm. And same time as I'm working out and I'm recovering and healing, I'm getting stronger and stronger and stronger. I had to um, come to terms with when I came out of surgery, I was so much weaker than when I went in. Mm. And so at the gym, I'm trying to, you know, I'm lifting five pound weights and I'm struggling. This is embarrassing, but still had to go.
0: Yep. So I
2: did that from... Um, April until May, at the end of May, my best friend, she said, why don't you come to Orange Theory with me? She even asked me for years. And I was like, no, no, no. I finally went. I went one day and I was addicted. Yeah. I, mean, I was this is my thing. Okay. And it was perfect. So I started working out at Orange Theory, but I kept my weight training program because at that time I had uh, hired Rob Motivation as my lifting coach. Yeah. And so I had his workout plan. Plus I had Orange Theory and the weight just, just fell off. I mean, it went so quick at that point having those two and it had become such a habit where like, it was like all of my food addiction, everything just went straight to the gym and it just became my life and my passion. And now it's just like, I'm so happy to be able to just move my body and just that feeling of, Oh, I went today and I can move just a bit faster than I did yesterday. And it just, uh, it snowballed from there. Wow. And yeah, so it, and I track the scale every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just watching the weight go down and holding myself accountable and learning how what I eat and what I do affects the scale, mm-hmm. it helped take the emotion out of it that had been assigned to in my whole life. Yeah. So now if I gain two pounds, I'm like, oh, I probably had something salty. I drank too much water or mm-hmm. I had a really hard workout instead of saying, oh, I failed. Um, So nice. I, I took the emotion out of it and put the science back into the scale. So it's during that first six months, like all of these things just started to click and make sense. I was like, "This is what's been wrong my entire life." You know, it just took me doing this to have enough time to figure it out yeah. without having to work the scale shooting back up.
0: Wow, I love that. Hopefully, that is... your question. No, it does. <laughs> I just love that. That's what the surgery can give. Can give you. Yeah. Because yeah. it's very impressive what you're do what you were doing. Are you yes. still doing both things right now, or how does that work? Yeah.
2: So, um, oh. I try and be smarter about it. And a lot of my fitness people hate it. They're like, I need to cut down my cardio a little bit. But I, I truly love cardio. I do that okay. for passion, not for any results. Okay. Um,
0: what I hired a. Oh,
2: sorry. I'm um. Sorry. So Orange Theory. I run so high intensity workouts. I run, I do boot camps on Sundays. So, any kind of um, physical movement, not just running, I'll walk. Um, there's a lake out here that's a 10 mile loop. I'll do that every chance that I can, probably at least once a week. Wow. Um, just things like that, just getting out and being active. And then work, I switch to a position where I'm on my feet all day. Nice. So, I don't count that as exercise. No. I just count it as movement. Yep. Okay. And so, that I'm walking five miles a day just at work, but that doesn't, you know.
0: Yeah. Those don't those correlate towards
2: my exercise.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like, so. I, like
2: you I, I, them separate.
1: Separate. I like that you kept them separate, that mm-hmm. there's exercise and then there's movement. And I feel like a lot of people confuse those two. They, they do. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. but, and I don't want to get it wrong. Like you're not wrong if you're just doing movement and you're not wrong if you're just doing exercise, right. but you have to know which one you're doing so that you can be mm-hmm. informed of that. Correct. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, and if you if you put those intentional actions and measure everything, then you have cause and effect, and it's not just oh I failed because I failed or I'm I'm succeeding because I'm lucky. It's you know what you do to affect these numbers and and to get your results. Because yeah. everything that I did was results oriented and and based in the beginning. I will mm-hmm. say that why I started in the Things that I wanted rapidly changed because the weight loss happened so fast because I was so aggressive. Mm. I kind of look back and regretted going so quick because oh. it was like I waited 34, 35 years for this moment and it went by like that. Like six months I had lost all my weight. Damn. And so I was like, it went by like that. Yeah. I started in March and I was my goal weight in September. Wow. And so the beginning of September. So I was like, where did it go? Wow. Um, and I kind of mourned not enjoying the process a little longer. Um, mm-hmm. So if I had to do it again, I probably would slow down a little bit and, okay. and add more mental health check-ins and things like that. Maybe get a therapist instead of dedicating all my time to the gym. Yes. Um, too.
1: Yes. I think it's really hard sometimes because I can feel you on like, I was a very fast loser also. Um, and so I lost, I hit my goal weight by my first year. Surgery, and Mm -hmm. I was so hyper focused on the scale. Excuse me. And then I was so hyper focused on just losing the weight, and I was enjoying the fact that I was like, every time I got on the scale, another couple pounds were down. But now looking back, and and having my regain, and then using utilizing Monjaro, and then now we're going. You know, I've gone down again. I I really feel like this time. I was able to enjoy all the little moments in between that.
0: Yeah. Instead
1: of being so hyper focused on what the scale said, like I honestly haven't weighed myself in like a month, maybe a month and a half. And I'm not like obsessive about weighing myself, but it was like a way to check in with myself and make sure I was doing what I'm doing or what I was supposed to be doing. Now I know like my clothes fit good. I'm eating, I'm drinking. Okay, I'm good taking my vitamins. I'm doing the things that I need to do and I'm not so hyper-focused on it. And so I'm actually able to enjoy it. So I would definitely say for all of those pre-opers out there, keep that in, in your brain, like enjoy the journey because the journey
0: is going to go faster than you think it will. Oh yeah. That first year goes quick. And some people like yourself go six months. Mm -hmm. So you just never know. You just don't know. Mm -hmm. So like So you're working out like crazy. I kind of want to know what, why was Orange Theory so awesome for you? Like what flipped for that? Because I just, because I know from my experience, like rowing all of a sudden was like that for me. Once I tried it, I was like, oh, I want to row all the time. So like you Mm -hmm. went to a whole different place.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So it's very, I'm a super competitive person Okay. and it's a group environment. And so at the gym, if I'm by myself, I could push so far, but I'm like, ah, maybe I can pull back. But an orange theory it's monitored and you're directed, and so if they say run for 13 minutes, you run for 13 minutes unless you want to be the one that stops and walks. And I'm that's not my personality, ah. so I was like, if my lung falls out, I'm gonna run and complete these 13 minutes. And okay. so that's click with me. It's like it forces me to hold myself accountable, and I'm mm-hmm. truly giving my all. It's back to that. Are you really giving your 100 mm-hmm. percent? Going to an environment like that. It holds you to that one hundred percent, and you yeah. can measure like it, it's so numbers driven. Like you have a base of push and an all out, and that's the speed that you work out at. And so my it's a, let's say a base is between one and ten. When I started, my base was a four. My base is now an eight, oh. and and that's a being nice. It's probably nine or ten. So, um, I was able to watch myself grow and and scale with that, and I can tell from the first class that it's so tracked that it's something that I can do and I can monitor and, and keep getting better. And I can kind of secretly compete with the people around me. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. So it, it just hit all of my little craziness. I was like, Oh yeah, this is perfect for me. Oh, so I like I'm saying it. it's for everybody, but for me and my personality, it just clicked.
0: No, I, I get that because when I did the cycling as a group, it is different because like when they say stand, you don't want to be the only one not standing. Yeah. When They say pedal faster. You don't want to be the only one not pedaling faster. Like they're like going up a hill down a hill time where you're like, oh, fuck, you got to you're keeping up with the whole class. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that you can actually do it, I remember the first time I was able to do every single instruction and without like any alterations. I was so fucking excited. I remember leaving that class, like literally jumping up and down. And it was yeah. early, like that class is at 7 a.m. on Saturday mornings. And I was like, I was there. That's how dedicated you become. And mm-hmm. I got addicted to working out as well because it felt so good. Mm-hmm. And you see the results pretty not like super fast, but like because I actually was a slow loser. It took me 18 months to hit my lowest. Mm-hmm. And um, but it was so cool to just see your body transform. And then how much more it can do. Like mm-hmm. I was yes. able to do like the fact that I could do the whole class without stopping. Now mm-hmm. I was doing hip hop classes and I could literally do every squat in that freaking black and yellow song. Like literally there's over a hundred squats in black and yellow and Oh my God, I could do all of them. And when you can finally reach those little like nuggets of goals, you feel great and it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the scale. Yeah. It's literally yes. your endurance. It's your stamina. It's mm-hmm. your strength. It's like, all the things that you really need to live your life.
1: Yeah, I remember doing a boot camp class before I before I ever got diagnosed with autoimmune auto yeah. autoimmune diseases, and I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. Like I was there every single day that they had it, and I just loved being a part of that group setting where it wasn't just me against me. Mm-hmm. It was like everybody was all at different times and strengths and. But you could watch yourself grow. Yeah. And like when you go from like barely being to run, being able to run to like running up and down, back and forth, you're like, yes, I got this. Yeah. And it just feels good. It yeah. just it feels it's a different uh, it's a different feeling when you're in a group setting versus just going into the gym and doing your weights. And, you know, even if you're doing a program like you can talk yourself. So here's the the funny thing that I didn't realize when I um, first started working out is that when you're by yourself, your brain is trying to protect you. Mm-hmm. So it's saying you can you can be done now. You've done enough. Like mm-hmm. we don't we don't want you to push yourself past that point. And when you're in a group setting, I feel
0: like that brain kind of shuts off. Oh, yeah. You're not talking to yourself. You're just focused. No. <laughs> You're looking at everyone else yeah. and you're just like, oh, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because
1: you've only got a short m- amount of time that yep. you're being able to do this. So you want to do everything that you can. So I it's it's interesting. So if somebody's at home and they're saying like, well, I always stop before. Like I you your body can go way longer than you think it can. Oh, yes.
0: One thousand percent. Yeah.
2: I, I, and this again leads back to that. Are you giving 100 mm-hmm. percent? I promise you now if there's any portion of your life that you struggle with, if you think you're given 100%, you're probably given 40. That's the difference between what you can do and versus what your mind is telling you Mm -hmm. that you can do. It's so vast. Mm -hmm. And this journey has opened my eyes to that, especially those classes. It really pushes you to 100%. Wow. It's making me think about
0: looking up orange theory and just trying to see. Well there's one in South Salem. I know. I know exactly where it's at too. Yeah. <laughs> I can already right I will
2: fly out and go to class with you. That's how ah! much I will, I will come and go to class with you. Yeah. Like, oh, we can fuck DC, yeah.
1: Come <laughs> to Oregon. I would love yeah. to be in Oregon.
0: Yes, I would,
2: only when it's warm. It's way too cold. Like I almost died in November. It was so cold. Over. It was <laughs> okay. Very well, cold.
0: right now it's been like last week was in the hundreds. Right now we're in the high nineties, low nineties. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Just don't come here good. in November. Yeah. It is pretty cold. August,
1: <laughs> August, September. Like beginning of September, that's the, the perfect time to go yeah. or come here. And you're from Texas, so mm-hmm. you are in hot weather all the time, but. Yeah, that's the perfect time to come to Oregon if you like hot weather. It would be mm-hmm. August, oh, yeah. beginning of September. So, mm-hmm. so tell us. One thing I do want
2: to add, oh, in. I'm so sorry. No, go um, ahead. You mentioned it, uh, and we kind of touched on it, but that mind-body connection. So before, my mind would say, do 10 push-ups, and my body was like, uh-uh. There yeah. was a hard line where it's like, what I thought I could do, my body said no. On the flip side, now, the best feeling is that when my mind tells my body to do something, it does it. And I'm like, mid-push-up, like, I cannot believe I can actually do this. Like,
0: wow.
2: I, I can't believe my arm is moving and my body isn't flopping on the ground mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I, I thought the biggest victory would be having a different body. And it is, it's a short-lived victory. Like, you notice it and it's like, ah, eh, and you just find more things to pick apart. Yeah. What I didn't know is that those victories, like being able to move your body to a push-up or your brain saying, run for 10 minutes and actually being able to do that. That is where all of my happiness lies. Like just those little moments of being able to just do what my mind tells my body to do.
1: Yeah. Like not, not to mention like, it's freaking great when you can look at your body and feel like very proud of where you come from, but it's a whole nother thing to have that mindset, working on that mindset every day, working on the, um, that aspect of it, because your body is going to change overnight. It's going to feel like it's overnight. But then as soon as you start getting further mm-hmm. along, it's the mindset issues that come up. And so that's where the real work starts to come in. hundred
0: mm-hmm. percent agreed.
1: Yeah.
2: For sure.
0: So do you, do- it is definitely tough in my,
2: okay.
0: Oh no, keep going.
2: I was just going to say, I mean, quick 18 months out and I'm still not used to this body. Like when people give me props and they're like, oh, look at your arms. Look at this. And I literally look like, huh? Like I'm, you would think you work this hard for this body. I'm, it doesn't make sense. What I see in the mirror, what I see in my reflection, it does not make sense. It's almost like I'm looking at someone else. So I still haven't connected yeah. <laughs> with my physical body. I'm like, I think this is me.
1: Well, because but you like, are looking at someone different. Like if you think about it, like the core of you is still the same, but Mm -hmm. when you look at who you were prior to who you are now, those are two very different people. So it would make complete sense that you have not caught up with that because you lived with this body and this person for 35 years and you've only lived with this person for a short amount of time.
0: It's true. Oh, I just gave myself chills with that one. <laughs> I'm so proud. I, I love it. Tell us about your food. That's where I was going. Was like, okay, did you have any problems with food? Was everything pretty kosher oh. for you? Like, how'd it go? No. No. So, no. remember, I said I didn't have
2: any complications. Well, that was in surgery. All of I paid the Piper later. So, okay. right out of surgery, when I introduced semi solid foods, I would take one bite and then another and it would come, it, it wouldn't stay down. Oh. And so I said, Oh, this new stomach is really tight. So my, I found out later that I had some kind of stricture, like fine, but as soon as I put food in, it would get stuck in the top portion of my stomach of that hourglass portion and would not let anything pass. So everything would come back up after it. And I'm one of those naughty people. I don't I don't separate my food and my drinks. I know. I'm sorry. Uh I'm sorry. I know. And I know that's a big thing for y'all. I'm I'm sorry. The hard way that that was was going on with me. So it took five months for that to heal. So for the first five months, my portion size was one half of one egg. Like that's all I could eat. And then Jesus, no wonder why you else.
0: lost so much in the first six months. <laughs> like you had this suture, and then you're working out like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wait. So how so, did the stricture get resolved? Yeah. It
2: literally just healed on its own. Like okay. the middle of July. One day I went to eat something and I was like, I just ate a, almost a whole sandwich. And I would eat like just egg sandwiches. Uh-huh. And I was like, I didn't, I mindlessly ate the whole thing. And I'm like, wait, and I'm not running to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm healed. So it just, it healed on its own. One day I could just eat more. And then my strength and my energy shot through the roof. Oh, yeah. it like doubled.
1: Yeah. Cause you're actually getting the, so the nourishment like, yeah. you
0: need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, but I didn't know, I mean, you don't know what you don't know. So I was like, oh, this must be life. And so I just adapted. Um, nice. And Thank God I didn't just you know fold over it just, because I, I felt like I couldn't, and I probably in hindsight really couldn't. But if I didn't push myself the way I did, I wouldn't be where I am today, yeah. And I wouldn't know that I could go as far as I could go because I went on true absolute zero, like I, I worked out on nothing, wow, and it carried me through. So, yeah,
0: more power. To so, you, now, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, even with all that, like, um, the f- I made a rule for myself. There was no cheating, no alcohol, no anything until I've met or beat my goal. Okay. So I'm big. on I love rewards, but do not reward. I don't reward myself until I am 100% finished. So I was strict protein, high protein, low carb, no sugar, nothing. My only cheat is Diet Coke. I never gave that up. Um, but up until September, like I didn't even touch a cookie or anything. Once I hit my goal and maintained it for a couple of weeks, I'll allow some bread back in, some carbs and some. Um, I hate to call it cheap, but I allow normal food back into my diet, more balanced. OK, okay. Um, foods. Now I, I eat a very balanced diet, like I'm not perfect at all. I kind of have to eat a little more carbs now to keep up with all of the workouts that I did. Cause I was starting to look a little skeletal. Like I, if you look okay. at me from like last September, I was like sticking bones. Um, and so to build the body that I want now, um, I still track everything Um, high protein, medium carbs, unless I have a really heavy lift and then I'll up the carbs. Okay. Um, but a lot of protein shakes, I still eat, drink my um, Premier Protein Shakes. I love those, the the Cafe Latte ones. I'll drink those every single morning. Um, and then if my family goes out, I'll do that. The only thing I don't indulge in is alcohol. That's okay. just my one rule. I I just I'm afraid that it'll stunt my my weight loss or my progress or anything. So I'm afraid of alcohol.
0: Okay. Um, okay. Eventually, I'll
2: get over that. Like, well, you're not wrong only- though.
0: It does stunt your uh, metabolism for seventy two hours. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So it really does like affect your your exercise and metabolism and how that all processes and lays out. I was the same. I was like, I'm not going to do that Mm -hmm. until like the latest latest. And I did on my 30th birthday in Mexico. Like, how do you not have a tequila shot? It's going to happen. Yes. (laughs) But I definitely agree. I think everybody should be really mindful of the alcohol thing. Mm -hmm. I think it's not talked about enough. We're going to talk about a lot more as going forward because we're seeing it rampant in our community, but no Mm -hmm. one's saying anything. And the transfer addiction is real.
1: Mm -hmm. And, Mm
0: -hmm. you know, me and UD transferred that onto working out. Mm -hmm. Now there's people out there that are transferring that and not knowingly into alcohol and then slowly becoming an alcoholic and having some issues. And so mm-hmm. we want you to be very mindful. Talk to your surgeon, talk to your doctors, get a therapist because mm-hmm. things are going to happen to you that you don't realize that can happen to you. No one goes in thinking I'm going to be an alcoholic today. Now it slowly <laughs> happens. You know, it does slowly I'm going to be a gambler. No, you, you don't start out that way. So yep. it's just like, get the help that you need as you're going. Cause it's mm-hmm. very important and know that transfer addiction is real and live and it could be anything. Yeah, it really can. Yeah,
1: I mean, Connie Stapleton actually talks about the umbrella yeah. of addiction, and that it's very easy to go from one to another to another to mm-hmm. another to another. And I think that's um, very much needed to talk about more. Um, kind of like what Mel was saying, like it is r- running rampant through our community because not enough people are talking about the fact that you can have a couple drinks month 3 yeah it's not going to bug you it may stall your weight but as soon as you introduce that back in your body can be like oh mm-hmm. i like the way this feels okay then you're having a couple drinks every every week and then it comes into one drink a night and then it's couple drinks every night and it just it's before you know it you have complete it's taken over your life yeah so uh, i think that's one of the reasons why surgeons say to either give up alcohol for life or to wait a couple years out before you have a few drinks because you want to get all of this mindset stuff worked out
0: before you introduce something that is going to alter that, alter that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. it really does. Mm-hmm. Now, did you I know you've talked about therapy through this. Have you gone to therapy? Do you have a therapist? Not yet. And I swear, I'm like, that
2: is the last frontier for me. I'm like, I need to, I really need to get a therapist. And the crazy part is everything is better than it's ever been. But I feel like I need help learning to ease up a little bit because I'm so hard on myself and I don't know how to. Thank myself or reward myself. Mm -hmm. It's it's very it's all business all the time, and just to relax and sleep and let my mind go is something that I struggle with. Um, that's why I was like I'm very careful with what advice I give out to people because now people are starting to come to me. What should I do? And and I want to be like you, and I'm like, well, be like you. Don't want to be like me Mm because I'm like behind the scenes. There's a lot of stuff that may not be the best that goes into it. So I, I want therapy for that stuff so that. If I'm out here inspiring people, then I'm inspiring them a healthy way, not um, something that's too skewed one way or the other. I
1: that's like that. Fair. Yeah. It's really fair. I like that you're aware of that mm-hmm. and that you I mean, I feel like everybody even and we've we've touched on this a few times with the therapist that we talked to. You should be seeing a therapist even at in your happiest time. Yep. Because it's not just when you're like the lowest you can low that you need to go to therapy like. We need to just be able to talk to somebody and they are completely uh, they're trained to deal with the problems that we have, but then also talk us through when things are good. Like I had therapy yesterday and everything was so is so has been so good Yeah, that I was just going on and on about how everything was so good and like the things that worked and the things that didn't work. And we were uh, talking about it. It's not just like the huge problems that you need to talk about. Like you need to unload the good stuff as much as the bad.
0: Well, and the therapist that we've talked to they said they need a baseline. Yeah. They need mm-hmm. to know what your emotions and what things are like mm-hmm. throughout your whole, like a full year or two so they can see yeah. what's going on during the lows and the highs, yes, it's very important as a therapist for them to know, so that way they can actually like prescribe things correctly and give you the right advice. Mm-hmm. So we're big on that as well. Yes, um, I, I'm like you. I have to go back to. I have an email. I just have not emailed them. I don't know why. I <laughs> emailed them. I at least I have it. I guess. Um, but still, it's very very important. I wanted to talk about uh, loose skin. You lost oh. so quick. So where has been your loose skin patches? Do you even have any? Because like you're younger. So you know, things kind of and snap your weightlifting. Back. And you're weightlifting. So Which yeah. Helps. how did that go for you?
2: So it is a people don't seem to notice until they do. So okay. It is like if I reach for something the right way. So if I do my arms like this, you can't see it. No. But if I let it slack,
0: oh there it is. It's right there. Okay. So okay. it's
2: it's right there. My chest, it's it's hard up here but then right under there, there's loose skin. My stomach, my butt is horrible. I look Your like
0: butt?
2: an 80 year old man. It is so bad. I need a BBL like yesterday. So I have <laughs> I have a lot of loose skin. And, and this goes back to that body image thing where, mm-hmm. you know, I put all of my hopes and dreams into a number on the scale, mm-hmm. but didn't realize that once I get there, then you just move on to the next set of things that you want to fix. right? And so it's like with my loose skin, it's all over. And then to work as hard as I did for the body that I have, I feel like it doesn't show. I can't go to the beach shirtless and be happy and comfortable because I'm not as fit and firm as I really am. But the skin makes it look like I'm more out of shape than I actually am because I'm completely lean. Um, So the skin is a big, big topic and I, I spiral. There's if there's one mental health thing that gets me every time, is when someone knows that I've lost weight without me telling them because then I know they saw my skin. Mm. And it's just like I'll be in the locker room at the gym changing, and somebody'll say, How much weight did you lose? Out of like not hello, not how much weight. And they mean well. They yeah. they mean they really mean well. And they're so positive and they're happy. And I have to put on this person to match their energy, but then I go and get in the car and I the, the world starts to spin and I come undone. So the loose skin is like, it bothers me way more than I, I like to admit. Yeah, um, okay,
1: all right. So it's like,
2: it's there, it happened, it's the price I pay for being big my whole life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I understand it. Right now I'm in that psycho research phase that I go into. I'm on every blog, but people don't really share the after a lot like okay. with the loose skin, especially men. So okay. I'm I'm. thank God for like Rob motivation, a couple people that had it. Um, because I I can look at theirs, see the scars. Um, because I know me. So not only getting the skin removed, but then I'm gonna like, how do my scars look? Do I look good naked? Um yeah. how does my butt like there's gonna be a whole nother process that I, I know me, I'm gonna put myself through. So um with the skin, it's getting prepared for how much is gonna cost mm-hmm. the pain how much I can get done at one time Mm -hmm. and then what the after looks like. And will I ever truly be happy? Mm -hmm. That that's another big thing with me. It's like, I keep moving the goalposts. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to find where, where's my contentment at? Like, when will I ever be content? And if that's even possible. um,
0: Now correct me if I'm wrong. So you're talking about having plastics is that's what you're, you're searching right now of like what you want to do and things Mm -hmm. like that. Now we have been told, by other people, um, for like your skin tone for scars, like that's a big deal in you, in your guys' community. So is that something that you're nervous about or like, well, how do you feel about that?
1: For
2: me personally, like at some people, with my skin tone, they get really bad keloid scars. I'm fortunate. I have been blessed from above that. I don't keloid at all. Like okay. my skin, if I have a scar, it fades into oblivion. So you can't see it. So I'm hoping that this That's carries big, on. That.
0: Yeah. Fingers crossed. Not,
2: I have been <clears throat> for my complexion. I don't like tattoos. Like I, I don't think they show up well. I've never seen, found a tattoo artist that can make ink pop on my skin tone.
1: Okay. But
2: I have looked up full body tattoos to cover up the scars. If the scars, if I'm not happy. So oh. me putting those backup plans on my backup plan Yeah. Tattoo is one of them, so I'm gonna probably do like an Aquaman style body tattoo. That if was I hate so my-
0: cool.
1: That's
2: amazing. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: I do love these backups to the backups. Yeah, I exactly. feel like you have to have them. Yeah. you have to
1: have backups to the backups because what if the first line of defense does
0: not work? Yeah, yeah exactly. You gots to. yeah. You got to. yeah. That's too. Yeah. Okay.
2: I need to do, that fear response. That that's a, that has to be some kind of fear trigger that I'm so used to. You know, stuff not working out. So it's like I. I don't know. I, I just, oh, I hopefully get it. They get- you know, Therapy. prepare,
0: prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Yes. Yeah. Kind of how it is. I mean, yeah. especially with lives that we've lived. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, yeah. Would have to say, <laughs> I would have to say, Oh my goodness. So, um, I'm going to go into it. Are you single now? Are you not single? How's the dating life? What was it like for you after surgery?
2: Yeah. So I am married. I actually have a husband. Like okay. we've been together for over 10 years. We've been married for six years now. Um, and so he has been my biggest rock before mm-hmm. he was supportive during, and I couldn't have done it without him. He's like my little silent partner in the background. Aww. He lets me live my bariatric life and explore it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I, you know, I share everything, but I, this is really personal to me. Mm-hmm. And I, t- yeah, I had to sit him down. It's like, look, when I go to meetups and things like that, I need this for me. I need to experience it and take it in and, and be interactive mm-hmm. without you making it about you. Mm-hmm. And I say that with love. Yeah. Um, He's been a perfect partner and stepping back. And if I say, hey, I'm going to a bear at your meetup, he's like, I'll see you when you get back. Nice. And he'll help me pick up or give me advice and all this stuff. So he has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I was worried about because he liked bigger guys when we got together. So I said, look, if we need to make an arrangement now, because when I realized that my body was changing way quicker, like this was finally going to work. Yeah. um, I had a serious sit down. And I was dead serious. I said, look, if if we need to open this up and you need to go get what you like, let's talk about it. I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm changing so much so I can understand how it can change for you. It's not just about me in in this moment so i need you to be honest with me throughout this entire journey of what you're thinking what you're liking what you're not liking mm-hmm. and he's been like we have check-ins almost monthly oh i,
0: monthly. It. Oh, I like it Aww, people those great. are very very important check-ins, check-ins are very important yes yeah cuz even i did that with my ex like cuz he met me as a bigger person so mm-hmm. same thing in your head's like yeah. oh shit what happens if my whole body changes and they're like ew you know, like yeah. oh, almost that's what you're afraid of. Yeah, You're afraid to be naked now and be like, oh, that's not what I kind of, you know, was hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> so you <so laughs> actually have to have check ins. And it's very important. And we did that, too. Like we didn't have them scheduled check ins, but we were talkers and we mm-hmm. were like best friends. And so we would talk through the night sometimes and we would talk about those things. I'd be like, is there anything that you're worried about? You know, because there was a time because I finally said no to sex one time. And he was like, you're going to leave me. And it's Lord like, no, oh hold on. <laughs> that was just the first yeah. time I've ever done that in our relationship. I get it that I'm smaller, but I had nothing to do with that. It really is. I had no energy.
2: <laughs> yeah. It
0: really was. <laughs> People's
2: number one question is, so when are y'all going to break up? Like the people in our lives, they assume that when I lost all this weight, they were like, okay, so you're going to leave him? I'm like, huh? i like, it
0: was the furthest thing from my mind. I'm like, "Oh."
2: focused on his weight i'm not thinking about like
0: yeah you're like
2: no they're my supporter yeah before why would i drop him now Mm -hmm. um so that was a big thing getting used to those kind of questions and having to make sure that i show him extra love publicly so that people had faith in our relationship because it's hard enough going through privately so um that that was a big big focus and then um also like in not making him feel like, because I changed my, my life that I expect him to do the exact same. Mm. And so I don't, I try not to judge him when he eats more than I think he should. Or if he asks for my help, I'll help him and give him advice. If he doesn't, hands off. That's
0: right. You don't offer it unless it's asked. Yeah. Yeah. In relationships, that is huge. Do not offer advice unless they (laughs) ask for it. Yes. Yes. I have, I have learned that
1: because Zach is a bariatric patient. He actually lost two 200? 220, I believe. Yeah. Uh yeah, he lost a lot of weight. And he will do this thing where he overeats every single time. He overeats. And then day. he's in pain. Yep. And I just, and at first I was like, Well, you shouldn't overeat. Or I would grab his plate because I knew he was about to do that. And then he'd be uh-huh. in pain all night. And now I'm just like, he'll say it and I'll be like, Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. And I I just sit there. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to go back to what you said about people asking when you were going to leave him. Um, because right after my divorce, um, now my ex husband left me. It was not me leaving him. It, it, yeah. So I was talking to my ex sister-in-law one day and she goes, yeah, so-and-so was like, I knew it. I knew she was going to leave him after having surgery, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, And I guess my ex-sister-in-law like was like, no, that like that wasn't it at all. Like he left her and they were like, oh, why? And so it was interesting that somebody like automatically assumed that because I had surgery, I was going to leave him. Now, I had no plans to leave him. It was an abusive relationship. I didn't know about it, but I had no plans to leave that man. And so it was interesting that somebody that wasn't even in our daily lives just automatically yeah, assumed it. that. Mm-hmm. So I can feel you on those questions
0: like and you're like no. Yeah. That has that that's that even it's in so my brain. frustrating with those questions Yeah. cuz it's so intrusive. Have you gotten those questions? Yeah, they thought, literally people thought I was going to leave Eric in the beginning. They're just like they were literally having that question of like so you're this way like what's going to happen and you're like that, that's not what I'm yeah. like. You're like you said, that's not my focus right now. Yeah,
1: My focus so, is becoming healthy.
0: I remember telling her, I'm like, Hey, this next year is going to be all about me. How do you feel about that? And he goes, Oh, I don't care. Do that. So he's, <laughs> like, he's like, I you do that. it. He's like, you take all of it. I don't, I don't need any shine over here. And I was yeah. like, sweet. And it's like, you have to do those things, but it's also like, come on people. Just because we had the surgery doesn't mean that we want the divorce. (laughs) Well, and that's what I go back to. Like the
1: core of us doesn't change. Yeah. The core of us is still the same person. There's still the same person that loves this individual. They're still committed to that relationship. The outside changes. And yes, that you are a different person exterior wise. And uh, there are certain aspects that you have learned and your mental aspects have grown, but the core of you still loves that person. Just because you drop the weight doesn't change the love. No, it doesn't like, change the love. Like, at, at all. It may make you realize some things that you don't want in your life. But for the majority of the time, I believe that it's,
0: it, you're still the same person. Right. That, that the surgery isn't changing that. And just because me and my ex are going through it right now, I'm eight years out. It's mm-hmm. not the surgery. It doesn't have anything to do with the surgery. It has surgery. nothing to do with that. It hasn't. And I, yes, I'm leaving him, but it, it wasn't about the surgery. No. So it's, it's just people just grow. And I think that's the deal is like, if you have a partner that is willing to grow with you, mm-hmm. then you're going to be totally fine. Yep. It's those that are like kind of stubborn and they don't even want to talk to you about your weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that they're all shy and hands off. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to have some problems because now you feel like you can't talk about yourself to your partner. Like that feels weird, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think one that is engaged in the journey that you're going
1: through, whether mm -hmm. they are going to go through it with you, whether they're not changing anything about the way they eat or exercise, I think as long as they are engaged and communicating with Mm -hmm. you all through your journey. And it doesn't matter if you're one month, three months, six years, 50 years out, as long as they are engaged in the journey that you have chosen, I feel like you'll be fine. I I really do. Mm -hmm. It it Mm -hmm. takes a lot of communication and a lot of engagement within your
0: relationship to keep that solid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard. It's super hard. What were you going to say? I was going to ask him about your support. Like, how has the family and friends been around you? Are you seeing any haters? Are you just getting all the love? What's going on? Yeah. So
2: I'm lucky. I I don't want to say hate. I'm lucky I've got a ton of love, like a ton of love, especially when they see the full journey, especially to where I'm at now. I, I would say my semi-final form, like this, people love. When I was getting too skinny, I mean, nobody said anything to me about what I was eating when I was like 357 pounds, right. like nothing. They don't. The second I'm weight and I don't want to eat, oh, you're going to die. You need to eat something. So um, I got those a lot. Um, I didn't tell my family until after surgery, especially because I was going to Mexico, so I was just like, I had my in case we get killed by the cartel, which is it's nothing like that, but no. I'm crazy. So I had my backup friends that knew about it, and I'm like, if this happens, this is where the money's at. This is the will. Like, execute I love my it. Wish.
1: Wow. Um, but
2: besides that, I didn't tell them till after, and I was wide open with my surgery, like with coworkers. I, if anybody asked me, the first thing I tell them is, I did this in conjunction with that. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I I haven't had a lot of hate, just people misunderstanding how we have to eat, um, working out. I get more hate or concern about the amount of workouts that I do because I I try to post them as much as I did, because again, it's just this whole perception. If if you're eating at a buffet, nobody will say anything, but God forbid you work out, eat salads, then (laughs) everybody's concerned. So, um, it's just controlling that has yeah. been my experience, but I've I've been lucky. Like I've not had true naysayers or anything like that.
0: Oh, good, perfect. You like hearing that. We did, so that's why we always ask that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it happened. What
2: you learn, yeah, it's like what people are going to think, what they want to think. Yeah, but nobody. If if we listen to what everybody else thinks, they're gone when when the repercussions happens. Right to the bad yeah. that they want us to make, mm-hmm. so they don't want us to do this. But if we stay fat and god forbid had a heart attack or something or lost a leg to diabetes where would those same people be with the same support yep That's the that they get nowhere to be found yeah so you learn to brush it all i don't care people right. they're, gonna they're gonna say what they want i don't give a shit yeah,
1: yeah. good Agreed. yeah i had a friend that uh when our friendship ended she's she would make cause she made a comment of when i would just talk about my weight loss like oh i'm excited because this shirt's too big you know like you know, the non-scale victories that happened right after surgery. It was within my first, like, I think. Six months. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And a, I was really annoyed. about And <laughs> I
1: was so excited. And she's like, I just cried in the in the closet with my husband because it just made me feel so awful. And I was like, but that's like what you view about yourself. So but if I stayed fat and ate cookies all night with you on the couch, you were totally fine. That being our friendship. But me making a health decision and being able to actually fucking move. Yeah, you can move. That's the problem. OK, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we did not last much longer than that. No, you don't. I like, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> am totally cool now to sit on the couch and eat cookies with you. But back then <laughs> I had to take my journey seriously. And part of my taking my journey seriously is I had to cut out certain aspects of my diet. And I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I went through the experience. I'm glad I can talk about the type of friendship I want now versus back mm-hmm. then.
0: That was that's not a friendship I want. In my life, no, no. So And well, yeah. yeah, and Kel brought up NSVs. So, what yes. are some of your non-go you victories? Hell yeah. So <laughs>
2: mine are uh, a, a lot around clothes, like being able to fit into a medium. I have never. I don't even remember as a kid. I, I feel like I'm in a smaller size as a grown man than when I was in. Middle school, elementary school, even. yeah. Like wow. I I can't remember the last time I was this weight or size. So clothes, um, being able to fit between spaces. Like at work, we walk between pallets and there are times I'd have to turn my body sideways and scooch between stuff. Now I can walk like straight through facing it, and yes. I'm like, this is so weird. I love um, no more. That.
0: Think skinny, think skinny.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I am skinny. Like it's yeah. <laughs> being all skinny. That that's another thing. Like at first. I was waiting for people to laugh or joke, but they're like, oh, scoot over you're skinny. And I'm like, yeah. And then they were like, no, I'm serious. I was like, oh. So um, yeah, that'd be one. And then the biggest one is just we talked about it earlier. Um, being able to just move my body. The first time that I ran and it didn't feel heavy to pick my legs up because I used to have some thunder thighs. And so running, I was like, oh, and yeah. I'm running, and I'm like, I feel light, like I feel like a gazelle and I was like man this is what it's for so mm-hmm. um that was a big one for me I'm trying to think there was one other one that uh I... the reflection's always good like mm, yeah seeing reflection from like I'll look at the side and I'm almost standing there waiting for the rest of my reflection to grow out yeah. but it stays like a stick and I'm like I'll stand there and look at it for a second um that's a and, great
0: way to put it because I I think that's what I would wait for too. I'd look in the mirror, I'm like, that's not me. Oh, yeah, is it me? That is me. Yep. Yeah, you do yeah. like the dog. I'm like that can't be. That doesn't make sense. Yep. Um, yep.
2: And so uh, I'm sure there's a, a lot more. I can't think of it now, but just life, the world treats you different. Like people yeah. look at me. It, it's hard it's almost sad, but I'm so used to it that you don't realize how sad it is, but I made my workout friend cry. And I said before people look past me, like nobody made eye yep. contact kind of looked around me and it took months for me to accept people looking at me dead in my eye and actually talking to me without me having to earn it.
0: Yeah. It strangers
2: oh, yeah. Look and they, they hear what I say and they almost believe me right away. It's like, having a physical appearance earned me social credit. Like it, it's so confusing walking through the world and people treating you way different than they did a year ago.
0: Correct. Yeah. Cause um, I, I feel like when we talk to people now, you don't have to defend your comments or your statement to people. Yeah. They like are taking you more at face mm-hmm. value all because yes. we're smaller. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it definitely Why, are they is. Is? I'm like, Why are they looking at
2: me? And it's like, oh, because you look good. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. And it's just, it, it doesn't equate. It doesn't. So, like.
0: We were in um, Chicago with Meg, mm-hmm. right? And in the Beatrice, I think that's what the place is called. Beatrix, right? yeah. Yeah, Beatrix. Um, when we came back from the Cubs game, I ordered a cookie. And then the dude gave like one of the ladies a free item Next to me, she was part of our group, and then mm-hmm. gave me an extra free item. And I looked at him, and he's like, "You're a beautiful girl." I'm like, "Okay." So I just get free stuff, and people around me do. I guess it's I funny because we can't even eat that much. I know, but, I know. You know <laughs> it's yeah, it's weird. It's just interesting. I was just like, "Okay," so like this is how it's like now. This yeah, is interesting. Yep, yeah, that's exactly yeah. how it is.
2: I remember when I first had surgery, and I told you I had that horrible restriction, mm-hmm. and, and um. So, so I would eat one sushi roll out of a platter and I'd be like, oh, can I get a to go box? And the manager every time would come out and be like, was everything OK? What's wrong? I'm like, oh, no, I'm full. And they would not believe me. They yeah. would not accept that I ate one bite and I was happy. Mm-hmm. And so I, I end up having to tell every restaurant for the first like three months that, hey, I don't have a stomach or I just had surgery. And, you know, this is all I can eat. Trust yeah. me, I love the experience. If You, you know about it. Um <laughs> I love You're
0: reassuring um, them. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I mean, they would literally, the waiter would come out and be like, you want a box? And then they would walk away and the manager would come. I'd be like, "I, my joke, me and my husband joked about it today um, because we went out to breakfast and I was just like, oh, thank God. She believed me when I say I want a box and she didn't question it. But it took, you know, a hundred pounds for people to believe that I actually am full.
1: I still get it. Yep. We still do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will. Order a meal, eat about a third to a half of it, and ask for a box. Or sometimes I'll just have a few bites and they'll be like, Is everything okay? Was it good? We and I'm like, Oh, it was
0: amazing. I'm just full. So if I, I can know. get a box, I've watched them literally tell you, be like, Are you sure we can get you something else? Like, I'm not quite, like, what's going on? And yeah. Like, yeah, like she's full. She liked it. It's yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what is one of your favorite things to eat?
2: Um, I love seafood. I'm a big, big seafood person. Okay. Um, and so anything crab cakes, Maryland style crab mm-hmm. cakes or true Maryland crab cakes. I,
0: What's I Maryland style?
2: So the, it's the way they bake them. They broil them instead of like deep frying them.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And Maryland crab, which tastes different from crab anywhere mm-hmm. else, like Maryland crab. So it's just a very distinctive taste. Mm-hmm. And it's. Huge like portion, so I I can't eat a full one, but I'll tear half of one up. I love um, it. <laughs> so Papa Do's is a big chain out here in Texas. I'm not sure if they're anywhere else, but they have them, and they're they're true Maryland crabs. Um, so yeah, anything seafood I can go for. But right now, like I just I still like food, mm-hmm. just not as much of it, and I've allowed myself to eat a ton more, mm-hmm. um, okay. without fear because I know I'm going to work it off and I know I'm going to eat to taste and not eat to gorge myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I like the eating experience. One thing I didn't mention is I don't meal prep because I'll prep and then eat all the food before it's time. So (laughs) I keep my part of my checks and balances. is I don't like to keep a lot of food in the house. Mm -hmm. So I eat out almost every meal, but I spend time researching what's on the menu. How can I eat the healthiest from Outside sources. When I track my calories, I track the full portion, even though I don't eat the full portion. I end up throwing away, or my husband always eats my leftovers yeah, before yep. I ask. Him. So um, so I kind of overestimate how much I eat to I allow do. myself that that grace period. And so okay. it, it's worked out for me. So um, for people that think you have to be perfect and have you to prep and do all this stuff, it, no. it, it's great. Um, but you don't. You can live a full healthy life as just with some um awareness of what you're putting into your body, how it affects your body. That's why I'm big on tracking
1: mm-hmm.
2: my weight and, and what I eat so that I at least have some awareness,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: it gives me freedom to do kind of whatever I want.
0: Nice. Try. I like that because it is all about awareness because now, once we have the surgery, it's like you're awake, right? So it's yes. like, don't ignore what you're, uh, what you're actually receiving. And I am big on tracking too. Cause I noticed when I stopped tracking, that's when I gained more weight. So it's all about like Mm -hmm. being aware. And I'm right now, I'm just tracking protein again. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to make sure I get to at least 70, 80 grams a day. Because I noticed when we were starting to do challenges again, oh, we suck at protein. Yeah. So we were like, fuck, we have to make up for this. And now I make sure at least I have a protein shake a day. I noticed that if I do that, then I get, I at least hit all my, my goals Mm -hmm. and I do feel better. So it's like, okay, they do go hand in hand, even when you're eight years out, (laughs) just FYI. They do very important. <laughs> Definitely do. I love so, it. Well, before we let you go, is there any tips, tricks, anything that you want to shout out to the guys about? Because mm-hmm. we know it's, it's a different world, different ball game for them.
2: It is. I would say, do not be shy if you see. It's <laughs> a great
1: song. Uh oh. I don't know if he's coming back.
0: Aww, D. Did your work just go no more? Yeah, <laughs> that's the end of that. <laughs> Guys, you don't get any tips or tricks. No, we're very do not. sorry that D is. On. And D is not on anymore. <gasps> I mean, we well, he is. He is, but not oh, at the same take time. A of that to send it. We yeah. have to send this to him. People Watch, he'll on, on, on right YouTube right is great. Get to see this face <laughs> of D. He's going to hate us. Love you, (laughs) Dee.
1: Okay. Well, I think that we should just kind of end it there. I was going to say we can wrap up while
0: he's uh, working.
1: Yep. We lost him. He's gone. It's okay. He might pop back in, but we'll just end it here. Um, Big thanks to Dee for hanging out with us for over an hour of uh, giving his whole story and journey. It's incredible. And I love it. He had so many good points. So many good
0: points. Oh. Oh. I think he's coming back on. It's very There he, there he is. is. All right.
2: Sorry. I sent y'all a message. Sorry. My, I was trying not to get up mid-podcast and grab my charger. I was like, I should have enough. I'm so sorry. No, you're oh, good. You're
0: totally we, fine. Okay. we just kept talking. Yeah, we just kept talking. Oh, All right. right. So back to the tips and tricks. Tips quick. and tricks for men.
2: Oh, yeah. So for the guys, Um, reach out. The biggest thing that I could say is a lot of guys suffer in silence for no reason at all. Like mm-hmm. everybody in this community has been so welcome. And there has not been a single guy that I reached out to through DMs that has not responded, been kind, been more than willing to help. And I was so surprised by things that I thought I was only suffering with that every last one of us are suffering with. And even if I'm not suffering through it right now, I remember what it was like when I was. And I- so we can relate back to those times and help you through it and and just being able to let it out. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's a big thing. So stop holding it all in, share and you know, quit being a bitch, like share. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that's my
2: biggest tip to the guys. I um, love
1: it. Yeah. And, and I love that I love that your tip of like you don't need meal prep. Mm-hmm. That's a huge one because I I don't like to meal prep. I think it's stupid. I'm sorry if you do and you love it, but I think it's dumb and I hate spending the time doing it. So I love that that is a tip that you don't have to meal prep. You just
0: a lot for that. Yes. And guys message each other. Yes. We know you guys need the help. We know you're suffering in silence. Yes. Because we talk to some of you and we can tell that you guys need to help each other as much as possible. That's why we try to bring in as like for the categories. We have guy categories, Mm -hmm. making them feel more involved. And we talk to a lot of men Mm -hmm. to bring on the podcast. So that way you guys can hear you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Like, you worked with Rob Motivation for strength training. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's part of the community, guys. And yeah. Look him up literally at Rob Motivation. Mm-hmm. He's a personal coach. The other Rob is as is, is well, which is My Weight is mm-hmm. History. Yep. These two men have really dedicated their lives to helping other men in the community. Mm-hmm. So, and go reach out to D. Go reach out to the Robs. Yeah. Um. They Dalton. Dalton. JARPS. 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 Yep. John. John with an H, yeah, John <laughs> with an H,
1: because I keep wanting to do J O N, and yep. he's like, "Uh, that's not how my name spelled." And I'm like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah. Um, yeah, just message each other, get yeah. to know each other, ask for help. It's it's not, it doesn't make you any less of a person to ask for help. No.
2: Yeah, and we're easy to find. You can find all of us in each other's comments or under their pictures, cheering each other on. Like, exactly. we're all right there because we yes. all. We can't show love to ourselves, but we can damn sure show it to each other. So we're yeah. good at each other up. And it's genuine love. Like we're, yeah. we just want to see each other win. And in person, when we meet up, it is nothing but love. Like I personally hang out with Rob Motivation when I see him and Rob, um, the other Rob. I hate seeing the other Rob. Dead Rob, dead Rob. Rob. Dead Rob, yeah. So, <laughs> so all the Rob's. All the Rob's. Jason, I hang out with. Chris, bariatric bro. Mm-hmm. I haven't got the chance to meet first, but um, I love it's it's just love. Every it time is. we get yes. together, it is so easy. It's nothing like the social interactions that we're used mm-hmm. to. It's something special about when we meet.
0: It um, is just
2: so comfortable.
0: And I've gotten to work out with D Rob and Rob, and it was a, a yes. lot of fun. Yes, that lie. was so, that gym was insane, right? It's- it was. I got my personal best first time on the elliptical. Ten minutes, twenty one seconds. In, in freaking Philly. Wild. Yeah. that's was fucking wild. <laughs> I, I still... I even in world. Oregon, I haven't hit that. Mm-hmm. And they're all telling me it's an elevation thing. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that does play a factor. Apparently. apparently. It does. <laughs> it does. Yeah.
1: All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we let you go?
2: Oh, yeah. One more thing. I swear. Okay. I'm like, I was like, how will we fill up an hour and a half and now it's gone? I'm like, we
1: need more time. I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> one thing. Um, Another tip uh, is... To learn to listen to your body. I was so shocked at how many signals my body had other than sleep and eat. Mm -hmm. After surgery, it's like it quieted all the noise. And now I can literally hear my body say, I want a banana because I've lifted, I need potassium. Or I've started pouring salt in my water. And I was like, why am I doing this? Is because I needed um, electrolytes. Oh God, electrolytes. Yeah. Yep. So, I, but I had no idea. But my body literally said, "Take this salt and dump it." And I, it was a craving. Mm-hmm. And so, almost like pregnant women, like yeah. this yeah. surgery will reconnect you with all of the signals in your body. So it's so awesome to actually hear your body for some of us for the first time. So
1: I know mine um, was the first time. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know exactly when I'm hungry. I know when I need to sleep. I I read my cues so much better now that. Especially having my food noise quieted, like mm-hmm. I can read my system so much better
0: yep. than I could before. And I want to point that out to everybody that you do have food cues. You do. You do. Okay. And they're not just like, oh, my stomach's growling.
1: Yeah, no, there's, there's so
0: much more like, to like, that. You can literally oh, yeah. be nauseous and be like, that. You, that's your cue to eat. Yep. Um, Heartache and heartburns are actually cute to eat, too, because of your uh, your acid is like churning and you need food. Some act, some some heartburns. people. Yeah. Heartburns. Some heartburn. Yeah. for those that aren't already have like heartburn issues. Yes. I would I would yeah. preface that.
1: Yes. Headaches. <laughs> Headaches can mean that mm-hmm. you're thirsty. You need to eat that. It could mean several things. Yep. There are so many different social cues or body cues that you need to start reading. Oh yeah, especially after bariatric surgery. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Like
2: when I'm full, I have the most horrible hiccups. I sound like a baby dinosaur. Oh, me too. It's it's embarrassing. It's (gasps) like.
0: Horrible. Oh my so god! Bad. i of like, like I kind of want you to overeat at the JBY show so I can hear it.
2: I will, I will do it just for you because it is so bad. Yeah, I'd it be, be like. So,
0: if you guys want to meet D yes. in person, literally, go to jbyawards.com, mm-hmm. get your tickets. He's doing the uh, pink carpet interviews with Meg, mm-hmm. and those will be live stream, so that will be for everybody. He has the trophy right there with him, ready to go. Yeah. So just know it's going to be a blast,
1: guys. It is going to be a blast. I'm yes. so excited. Thank you so much for spending this time with us and explaining more about your journey. I'm just so lucky to call you a friend. Yes. Same.
2: Thank you. I love you guys. You guys, thank you for being so awesome. Like the, from the day I met you guys, I was scared to come up to you and y'all turn around I was like, hey. And it has been Ever since. I um, remember guys, that. Yeah, it was exactly in Texas. Who you are online as you are in person. Like
0: it is. Wow. Yep, in Texas. Yep, thank we you. Love you guys. Well, love you so we Love you too. And you are the same as well. Exactly. Person, and just
1: warm and welcoming you you and that's me. all we could ask for. Yep. So, all right. Thank you so right. much for everybody watching. Um, make sure that you go over to oursleeplifepodcast.com. Sign up for our newsletter. You do get a free ebook. So make sure to do that. And we love you guys and we will see you next time. Bye. Hey listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcasts. And don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP for all your support
0: needs. That's right. And we even have our own website. So go over to oursleylivepodcast.com, sign up for our newsletter, get that free ebook, and then don't forget to get your merch. And also we're on YouTube guys. So type in our name, hit that bell and hit subscribe. And you're going to see our lovely faces every single Tuesday. So thank you for listening to our sleep life podcast, where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.